Beyond, beyond, beyond. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 378. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Go Islanders, Go Greg. Islanders. Oh, Are still doing that? Yo, my He's God. He's going to do it all. That's, that's first, first down. down. That's first down. It's a different sport. Okay, yeah. uh, it's just the Nick Scarpino has infected yeah. my brain, sure. so at any time now, that's icing. first down. The icing's a thing in hockey. It's uh, icing. It's icing? That's... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's no, there's no, no, no. That's what the refs do. I've seen yeah. it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. On their skates. They're skating around. Do you ever play uh, Blades of Steel? Of course. That was, that was a good game. That's what awesome about game. ice hockey where they had the, the chubby kid? And yeah, the, the ice, hockey, kid. ice hockey was the dynamic game. Which mm-hmm. is the one where Phil Hartman did the commercial for on Atari, right? Uh, no, he passed away. <laughs> yeah, but back then he was alive, though, <laughs> okay. doing commercials. For Atari? Yeah. I'll, I'll show it to you eventually. I'll find it when we it's get the go. my blood. All right. Over here. Back in the never rotating yeah. third chair, the best beard in the business, Marty Sleva. Yeah, I'm excited. You're back. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be here for the long haul now. You're here. This is it. I'm not. You, I don't have. You any brought trips your own planned. notepad. You're learning how to take notes. Got my notepad. Yeah. Got my phone. My water. We got a thing that says for Colin. Yeah, that's ominous. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it looks like yeah, like Colin's in like a 1950s noir yeah, detective right, movie. Right. And just throw this yeah. Manila envelope down. Like, there you uh, go. But yeah, no, no trips planned until uh, Pax East. So you went here. to Japan. I'm going I to did. Pax East. Yeah, I went to Sony in Japan. Oh, you're going to Pax East. Yeah, we're gonna be there. Together. Yeah, we Wait, are going to have a panel yeah. together. Yeah, that's public. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There'll be other panels too. Those Excited. we can't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, Tony, you went to Japan. Yeah, I went to so, Japan. I can't say uh, exactly what it was for. Uh, you'll know in a few weeks. Uh, what company I'm very excited see? for it. Uh, blank the first day, and the second day oh. we went to Sony Japan. Okay. Which was amazing. My to first see time blank. To see blank. The last blank. The last <laughs> blank. The last <laughs> blanking. A lot of people assumed it was the last Guardian. Uh, did not see the last Guardian. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Sony Japan. That office is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a really nice building. Yeah. Um, met Alan Becker, who's the uh, head of uh, Studio Japan there now. He used to be the head of Santa Monica. Yep. And like they, I'm looking at Colin. Like, they, they Colin, said, you know Colin knows. Yeah. Also, uh, they they based off the the, the uh, sitcom Becker was based on him. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that a dancing or a, da- or a no, danza? Danza, danza. Okay. Do you Danson. guys have? I always have uh, the old like uh, dancing, Danzig, danza, yeah. dancing. I've like never the, ever put them all into the, the same the sentence. Make like love that. to kill Mary. Oh, Mary yeah. Boff kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. That's oh, an old Mary Boff kill. It's a better TRL. One. I tried to. Uh, I don't want to be vulgar. Yeah, that's the thing. Make yeah. love? Would you make love to them? <laughs> Murder them? Or would you marry them? them? Marry them? <laughs> or would you have it? Uh, or would you? <laughs> till death do you part. <laughs> that was a weird uh, start. So how long were you in Japan? Three days. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I left. So did I, you get to do anything I, fun? Did you get to go eat? Yeah, yeah. I was there with uh, Caleb and uh, Caleb like Lawson, who's one of our video heads, and uh-huh. uh, our new guy, Zach Ryan. Oh, how's he doing? He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's super rad. Uh, huge podcast beyond fan. Oh, he's great. A consummate professional. Did you just practice the whole time? Did you just like walk like in the? Did you just in the car when you're driving around places? Just practice beyonding with him? I did, and yeah. he he was worried. A couple times I I yelled. I had to say beyond to like yeah, of course, of course. Nice. Uh, got recognized that should be your crossing. That's awesome. super weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. should be your crossing. That if you saw like lost in translation instead, yep. like the biggest intersection or Persona possibly five. in the world, or uh, the world ends with you on DS. Yes. The whole game takes place. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was right. A couple uh, IGN Beyond fans uh, came up to me nice. while we were shooting some B-roll. So. That's really cool. That's awesome. really cool. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, it's one of those like moments where it's just like, jeez. Oh, this is a weird this job. This is weird. Yeah. A weird, yeah, weird, weird job. Cool. When will you be able to talk about these games for the public? Early uh, February. Oh, that's, Feb- not, that's not February. far away. February. 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 Uh, yeah, but it's a game I've been excited for for quite a bit, and uh, everything I saw was uh, just you know confirming my... Uh, Expectations for the game. So. Oh, okay, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Yeah, we're happy to have you. How, are you tired? Are you jet lagged? You got back yesterday, right? Yeah, I got back yesterday. Uh, no, I I went out last night, so got like an actual like I got back at four, was super exhausted, but went out and then sure. got a real night's sleep. Gotcha. Yeah, I had an, uh, a sausage biscuit this morning from uh, mm. McDonald's. I don't know if you guys. I do know McDonald's. It. I've heard of that. Colin, have you heard? I'm familiar. Know? I'm familiar with it. I don't started know in been Japan, there I believe. Started in Japan, mm-hmm. and now we're her. I know, I I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Podcast Beyond, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. It is a product of IGN. If you'd like to get this show, you can get it each and every Tuesday in MP3 and video format on IGN.com, YouTube.com, slash IGN, and podcast services around the world. I'll be interested to see if they make it this week. 
I've been. I, I don't have to edit anymore, so, so I just give them the files and walk away. And so like have, they're not here on Monday. We have off. Yeah, we have off Monday. Again, I, we're filming on the weekend. Yeah. So if last time we did this, you we we tried to pretend like we weren't. Yeah. And then you're like, well, in case news breaks, I'm like, what's well, gonna break? And then something did happen. <laughs> I forget what happened. There was some Sony announcement. Yeah. Anything could happen in the next three days. So. Yeah. Nobody's not gonna do anything. Literally. On MLK anything. Day. Literally. Sony's not gonna come out. Shoe's not gonna come out and yeah. say anything. No. I'll be doing that. Don't do that. Doing I think you see. I'm gonna be interviewing Shoe in a bit. I was supposed to interview him in Japan, but Japan. Got moved to like a week from now down in San Mateo, which is the, oh. J- the Japan of America. Mm. The Japan of America that's is San Mateo. That's, that's what they say. All right. Yeah. That's what they say. There might be an announcement out of uh, McDonald's of Japan. Da 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 da. And the founder of McDonald's, Hideki McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I hit all the bumps. I did all the things. All right. So, first off, before we get to anything. Yeah. We, have a, we have an actual piece of mail here. Mm-hmm. This is from a gentleman named Benjamin Williams. I won't read his address. He sent it to the Beyond crew. On the back, he says, go Tigers, go Chiefs, go Royals. Yeah. These are Missouri references. Do you ever get worried that uh, Anthrax... Remember Anthrax? Yeah. Right. How could I forget? Well, the, the band from New York City. <laughs> are they from New York yeah. City? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, I get worried that Anthrax didn't come out of there. Nah. Or, bird, then be or bird Flu? Then we'd be... Then we would be uh, bird Flu? Yeah, I do remember Bird Flu. Uh, this is a Christmas... Oh, he says stuff on the back. It says on the front, Merry Christmas... I praise and thank the Lord for you in Christ, Benjamin Williams. Oh. And then it's a picture of what I assume to be his friends and family. Let's see if this back gives us any clues. Thank you for all the joy you bring to this world. It's beyond. Beyond. Well, thank you, Benjamin. Yeah. Beyond to you, well, too. Nice, Benjamin. That's nice. You know, Christmas was a while ago, but I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll allow it. Okay. I haven't been in this office for a long time. Okay, I'm that might. So okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably here like a month ago. I'm trying to read the postmark. No, he sent it on Christmas Eve. It's postmark Christmas Eve. You can't be sending things on Christmas Eve. Benjamin. So Benjamin. this is totally like, oh, he's talking to his wife, and he's like, man, we got a lot of cards left. And she's like, do you know anybody else? And he's like, oh, wait a second. All my favorite podcasts. My brother sent me his Christmas card this week. So got that uh, on two days ago. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. What a Deegan. I'm just telling you, what's his Dagan. problem? Deegan. What a jerk. Your brother's name is Deegan? Deegan. Yeah. Dagan? Like Dagan. Deej. Like Deej I don't know why Bungie. you keep calling him that. Because it really like it. offends you. It's yeah, Dagan. D-A-G-A-N is his name. Yeah. It's Gaelic. It is Gaelic. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> time for some news. We had Max filling last time. He had no idea. Oh, I listened to it. No he was very idea. confused. He's tall. He's really tall. Yeah. He has nice jackets. He does. He dresses super nice. He's got a good style to him. He does. That's, you know what I mean? Like He he looks like a, what was the guy from, I'm thinking of from No More Heroes? Johnny Football, right? Oh, no. Uh... uh Travis Touchdown. Travis Touchdown. Johnny, Johnny Football. Football. Hey, I was close. You that's, were totally come close. Come on. That's Generic it. name and football term. Yeah. That's Namath. Joey. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Johnny Football. Johnny Menzel. Joe Namath. I see what you're talking about over here. Now we're looking it up. John Fox, Bears coach. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel about him? Uh, I, I just like the fact that there's now a fox in the bear's den. Nah. I'm excited. I don't know. I guess I just looked up Joey Football Wiki just to see what would happen. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone actually called Namath actually called you know himself Joey Football. Now, you know, Broadway I mean, Joe, maybe. Broadway yeah, Joe. There's a uh, Joey Galloway was first. And then Joey Harrington. Remember Joey Harrington? I remember Joey Harrington. How can Joey, I forget Joey Harrington? Joey Blue Skies? I don't remember Joey he, Joey Harrington was the... the uh, for a long time, he was the uh, he was drafted by the Lions, and he was their quarterback when they were awful. Oh. And he and they called him Joey Blue Skies because his he would always like have really positive things to say after a loss. <laughs> and then and then Joey Jones, and then Joe Montana football, and after that Joe Perry. Oh, Joe Perry, yeah, yeah. Joe Long and Joey Porter. Joe Perry's Aerosmith. Yeah. What the hell's happening? <laughs> he liked football. Well, once you get to that point, they're just putting words in your wiki page about oh, your man, thing. Look, he's got a he's got a mouse that's oh, like, yeah. separate from his laptop. Yeah. Colin is a he's a all-in-one office professional. Oh, Absolutely, wow. yeah. Uh, there are ten items on the list. A baker's dozen. I'm just gonna read them. Out. Let's see. Let's. I'm just going. Just gonna through, read them. I'm just gonna read them through. No commentary. No you commentary. Really, you usually do phones. You're doing a full laptop now. Yeah. Well, why not? You know, got yeah. the keyboard. Got the memory. Got the RAM. You have RAM. You got the browser. Okay. Uh, are you using uh, the screen. Alta Alta Vista. Yep. Alta uh, Yahoo Alta Vista and uh, translating everything through Babelfish. <laughs> Because I'm reading a Polish website. <laughs> I like uh, top telling. Uh, so I guess I guess the first the first story would be the top best selling games of 2014. Uh, for December 2014 in the U.S. via MPD Group. Remember, this is retail only, not uh, not digital, mm-hmm. not worldwide. 
But these are the top 10 best-selling games in December 2014 at retail in the United States, the all-important month of December for holidays. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare was number one. Grand Theft Auto V, number two. Madden NFL 15, number three. Super Smash Brothers, number four. NBA 2K15, number five. Minecraft, number six. Far Cry 4, number seven. Just Dance 2015, number eight. Destiny, number nine. And FIFA 15, number 10. So no surprises there. Yeah, no surprises. Uh, I thought Smash Brothers had a really good showing. Yeah, it did, yeah. It did have a good, it did have a good showing. It's a good game. Of course, we don't. It's have a great game, but yeah. I didn't expect it to do that sure. well to be number yeah. four overall. I think it sold like almost two million copies. Good, something like that. Everybody should be playing Smash. Uh, Nintendo did release a statement, but I don't know where it is. I'd have to look for it. Oh, it's me, Nintendo. <laughs> Interesting stats uh, include the fact that uh, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare's best-selling SKU was 360. Yeah, uh, that was weird. Install-based BO. And with Xbox One being second, PS4 and PS. Three being uh, third and fourth. GTA Five. So it stands to reason on that one that people are still, uh, you know, how we are talking about coming into it. That first off, it, it, Call of Duty is associated with Xbox, and so will that continue this generation? Oh, like I'm sure. Did, right. Does that uh, translate to Destiny as well? Uh, Destiny's uh, number nine best-selling copy was Xbox One, followed by 360, followed by PS4, followed by PS3. So that's crazy. But wasn't me. there shenanigans we were going through the other day? Yeah, this, this doesn't is... count. This doesn't count bundled in hard uh, software. So if you bought the Destiny bundle, gotcha, they gotcha. don't count. I did not buy that one. You should have. Uh, what? PS4? Why don't you throw them away? You're making IGN Basically, money. every game that's cross-platform sold best on a, a Microsoft platform, except for Far Cry 4, which sold best on PS4, and Just Dance 2015, which sold best on Wii. Good Period. job, ubiquitous software. <laughs> is, that, is that what it's supposed to be? Ubiquitous ubiquitous software. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't even mm-hmm. really ever make that, uh, connection. that connection. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, quick, uh, quick aside. Uh, when you combine PS4 and Xbox One sales for their first 14 months on the market with their respective first first 14 months of PS3 and Xbox 360 sales in the U.S., the new gen consoles are outselling their predecessors by a combined 65. percent That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the best-selling games. MPD also released the best-selling games of 2014 in totality, so all 12 mm-hmm. months of the year. No real surprises here either, except for one, I think. Uh, in order, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare was number one. Madden NFL 15, number two, which is pretty high. Destiny yeah. uh, is number three. Grand Theft Auto 5 is number four. Minecraft is number five. Super Smash Brothers is number six. And Super Smash Brothers sold better on 3DS and, and, and Wii U. Install uh, base, yo. In, in, to- in totality. Yeah. NBA 2K15, number seven. Watch Dogs, number eight. FIFA 15, number nine. And Call of Duty Ghosts was number ten. The hell? <laughs> uh, again, no Assassin's Creed in there, right? Nope. Yeah. Mm. Again, if you look at... Uh, the, the few surprises for me are Madden, Madden being that high. Madden yeah. must have done extraordinarily well. Football is really like really people taking off a yeah. lot of people. They had that awesome Kevin Hart commercial. Um, I love that commercial. Was that the same commercial about Dave Franco? Com- no, it was there was a commercial like that was started airing like mid to late season where it was like really like. It was all about the bad teams in the NFL, so it was like the Jets, the oh. Jaguars, the Raiders, and everything, yeah. and like relit. So it showed like all these glamorous shots of them winning. Yeah, yeah. basically like uh, Vic, Vic in the end zone doing like a snow angel and stuff like that. It was <laughs> it was actually really funny and clever. Uh, Destiny being number three surprised me. I would have made the assumption that that might have challenged Call of Duty, yeah. but apparently not. Yeah, I mean, uh, for your debut, right? Yeah, Good job, Activision. Yeah, two out of the top three. You know what, Activision? Yeah, you're gonna they, be they something someday. Win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Minecraft being holding at number five, the saturation point for that game still is not hit. Uh, that's insane to me NBA 2K15 not surprising being at number 7 that was the best selling game of the month I think in October or November which mm-hmm. is surprising Watch Dogs uh, held in there FIFA 15 obviously is huge uh, Ghosts so making it surprise me sold best on 360 and PS3 yeah uh, so a lot yeah. of those uh, I mean most of those games are, are late 2014 games most uh, of them are like uh, September, October, November games. Yeah, the only early game is uh, Watch, Watch Dogs and Minecraft. And Minecraft which, is, yeah, it was yeah, always which there. is just everywhere all the time. And Call of Duty Ghost is technically an early game too because it was, it was, it was last year. Game. Who the hell was buying that this year? It's I mean, it's still best on 360 and PS3. It's people who are still yeah. just like you know that don't they went, care. They it, went to their shop codes, their local shop. They codes. did go to their shop codes. They're Win Dixies, <laughs> and they were like, you know, what's the latest greatest Call of Duty? And they're like, this one on the Xbox 360 yes. is. Yeah, I think that happens. I think we. I'll never forget when I'd been working here for a few years, mm-hmm. and I went back to some family gathering in Missouri, and like it was like you know the kids who are kind of into games but not great, and they got a uh, they got a it would have been what a PS2, mm-hmm. and it was like already two years into the PS3, yeah. and they were so excited. And you're like, man, people still buy this. I wasn't even yeah. thinking about that. Like this is still a thing for new people that get yeah. on board with. And then they played Rogue Galaxy. Oh, all day. I like that game. That's what they played. Yeah. Uh, specifically, that was the that only the, game that was the fifth level. I was like, that the first was the thing you got to get is Oni. Five, yeah, yeah. Get Oni. Oni. I saw level five's building from a window. 
Oh, nice. I looked out Did a window. Did you like press your hand in the glass? Yes. Did you see Nino Kuni 2 on a screen? Uh, I played yeah. Dark Cloud 4. Oh, nice. I, I, so Dark Cloud 3 is not even anything, though. So you, no, they, you went right to, you went yeah. right to 4. That's how they're going to set the world on fire when they come back. Uh, just real quick for publishers, uh, it looks like Activision had three games, uh, including two of the top se- three best-selling yeah. games. Uh, and number 10, obviously, EA looks like it's on here twice with mm-hmm. Madden and FIFA. Yubi's on here once with Watch Dogs and then 2K. With NBA, Nintendo with Smash, so there is a first-party game on here. Minecraft, I guess, is technically a first-party so game as well. So NPD doesn't uh, factor in digital games, correct? Right? Nope. Do you think, like, how different would it be? How different would this list be if you factor in digital games? And even, like, PC games, like... Right, 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 right. That's, yeah, it's fascinating to think about. And what yeah. I, I think Destiny would come up a lot. Like, you know, the PlayStation Network put out this thing yeah, yeah. saying, hey, here's what the best-selling games for the year were, and, mm-hmm. like, Destiny's right at the top, all right, or right below the top. We'll get there. Don't, 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 I'm sorry, everybody, I'll be quiet. Don't steal my thunder. Don't steal my thunder. I was mad about something. In the beginning, I wanted to... Mad about you. What a, that was another one of those shows that ran forever. Yeah, and like no one remembers it now. No, no. one, no one thinks about it. No. I think about it all the time. I dream about Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt though. Yeah, remember when they did a reality show from the house? And, and Murray, like, do you cameras? dream about Murray, the dog? <laughs> oh, the little pup. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna tell you or show you something during this Roper report. I remember, and then I can't remember what I was gonna find mm-hmm. you anymore. It was something stupid, but yeah, I don't know. Was it Japan related? Japan. I can't remember. Does that have something to do with the McDonald's Corporation? No. What is it? Hadouki? Hadouki? Hadouki McDonald's. Is a Hadouki like a little like a little Hadouki? Yeah. Hadouki. I was just thinking, well, when, I, when I came up, I was like, oh, this would be a funny Hadouki. joke. And I was like, what's just a, a name, that a Japanese name I've heard often? And Hideki was the first one that came up. Yeah. Because Hideki Matsui, of course, was yeah. one of our heroes on the Yankees. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation, uh, as Greg already alluded to, uh, released the top te- uh, best-selling digital games on PlayStation platforms mm-hmm. uh, for the year 2014, uh, posted by our friend Justin over at PlayStation Blog. Uh, so these are the top 10 best-selling PS4 games digitally, Ooh. and then we can try to factor in how they might affect Overall the MPD sales. sales. Yeah. Let's be analysts. Uh, number one was Destiny. Number two was Grand Theft Auto V. Number three was Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Number four was Minecraft. Number five, The Last of Us Remastered. Number six, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Number seven, Battlefield 4. Number eight, Infamous Second Son. Number nine, Watch Dogs. Number 10, Metal Gear Solid 5, Ground Zeroes. Now, something, I, I didn't realize this until after I read it some time ago, a little distressed about something. about There's no digital games on here. These are actually all retail yeah, games now. No, like transistor. That's the power of the PS4. But so this is—it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing in that people are actually really are buying their game, like their retail games digitally yeah. now, which is awesome. They're moving towards the digital future. Exactly as we predicted years ago, and as everyone else also predicted, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and all those guys. Uh, but yeah, no, like just download only games. Like Transistor is a good example yeah. of a game that you know you might expect to have done well. So, but I mean, we know the numbers on Transistor, right? Six hundred thousand across yeah. all platforms. So yeah. let's say it was half and half, three hundred thousand on PS4. Or is that including Steam? I think. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. PS4 yeah. and Steam. So there you go. Three hundred thousand. Like you got to imagine, like people more than three hundred thousand people are buying what's the last one there? Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm surprised what? Ground Zeroes is on there. I don't know why. Wasn't but, that the only way to get it? Or was no, it? There's a bot. There was was a there a box copy? copy? Yeah. It, feel, it feels like a game they t- they pushed really hard for digital. They did, and everyone was like, "Hey, this game is you know not two big." Hours long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for PS3, uh, mine, the top ten was Minecraft, Grand Theft Auto V, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare, Destiny, Battlefield 4, Tokyo Jungle. Was that one's no! crazy? What? Metal Gear Solid V, Ground Zeroes, Need for Speed: Most Wanted, South Park: The Stick of Truth, and Terraria. Good for Tokyo Jungle. So that wasn't ter- there some crazy that sale happen? on there Tokyo. There must have been Tokyo Jungle is awesome. Yeah, game. it was uh, camp. It was, it was camp. Yep. It's an acronym. I don't know what it's like acronym for, but it's an acronym. Yes. Uh, yeah. What does it mean? I don't know. They're internal. They were in that building yeah. that you were you mm-hmm. were you were in. Was seeing, it crispy? Seeing game was that X. The crispy was. Yeah, the... crispy had something to yeah. do with it too. Yeah. They, there's a lot of like collaboration going on with a lot of the j- smaller Japanese studios, like yeah. uh, Freedom Wars with Shift and Dimps and Studio yeah, Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good for Tokyo Jungle being at number six. That's a, if you guys haven't played that game, you really should. It's a really. It must have been a Battlefield sale too, because that seems like a weird. Because Battlefield came out last October. Right. Yep. Agreed. Uh, Vita, uh, number one, Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment. I cannot really, believe it. Like I, I can believe it. People were really excited about that game, uh, and Vita fans are, are really are tuned into that. I believe they just announced a new Sword Art Online Vita game, which I would not be surprised if. if and what, what is Sword Art like Online? Hat, Sword Art right? Online. Yeah, it's an well, it's an anime in Japan about kids that are stuck in an MMO. Okay. Yeah, so, anime is a Japanese cartoon. Thank you. Yeah. And like an the, MMO like is? Thomas and Jerry. Uh, an MMO is a, it's just a MMO. Oh, okay. 
Is it good? Is it, is it fun? I thought it was. Uh, apparently, the gameplay is, like, really good. The, the, apparently, the localization is disastrous. Like, it, it's supposed to be, like, really bad. Like, like NES or SNES era, like, bad localization. Yeah. I don't, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, is it, like, action-based? What's going on? What is happening? Is it like you know? Is it like a turn-based RPG? Is it like an action? No, I think it's an action RPG. Okay. It sounds like something I'd want to play. Greg wants to play it. Uh, it's so as far as I understand, I'm looking up. I'm looking up. That's something a on it real hardy quick. Vita case. Yeah. That's where you keep uh, tobacco when you're on your. This is one. This route. is one of the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Waterfield Waterfield Designs. I think okay. it's SF Designs. Maybe I don't know. We did an unboxing video, me and Anthony, back in the day. But yeah, I feel like it's really good. It's got yeah. that hard leather top. Oh, gameplay according to Wikipedia says the game has over 100 recruitable characters, which can be chosen to accompany the player in the game's dungeons. Gameplay combines elements of MMORPG, albeit in a simulated fashion, and it is not an online game. Though it does include limited multiplayer via ad hoc for up to four players as well as elements of dating sim what i like dating sims the game sold uh, let's see here's what here's what it says for reception so we can we can we can unpack this okay and we actually also all right so the game sold 145,029 physical retail copies within the first week of release in japan topping the japanese software sales for the for that week slightly outselling its predecessor infinity moment by July 2014, it outsold the previous game's total copies sold domestically, which is roughly 200,000 copies, and sold more than 280,000 copies in Japan by December 2014. The game was a top-selling digital Vita game on both the European region and North American region PlayStation Store in August and September 2014, which added up to more than 450,000 copies sold worldwide. As of December 2014, one of these approximately 90,000 copies were sold in Asia and 70,000 copies were sold in North America. So that shows you that digital sales of a game that sold 70,000 copies was the best-selling Vita game. In that's North America, there's something news, there's, but there's something but wrong. That doesn't, that, that sound, doesn't right, sound right. Minecraft sold more than that, right? Yeah, yeah. everyone who has a Vita should have bought Minecraft. So there, yeah, there's something not right about that. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So as far as how it is, the game received a Famitsu review score of 3240, which is actually pretty bad for Famitsu. An import review by PlayStation Lifestyle gave the Japanese version a game rating of nine of ten. Blah, blah, blah. Following its release in the West, the game received mostly positive reviews. Destructoid gave the game a rating of 710, noting that the game is solid and provides a fun experience, however it may lack replay value. I love the fact that we just quoted Destructoid. <laughs> While Gaming Age, yeah, Gaming Age gave the game a B score, praising the game's environment and mechanics, although noting that the camera controls feel flawed. What did IGN give it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure we, we did, did review it. Did we? we did? Yeah, we did. Absolutely. I made sure of that, actually, because I, I, I had to convince people. I was like, this game's, I think, going to be fairly significant for Vita. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I have it. I just haven't played it. Um, is so it yeah. an actual online game, or is it... It's not it online. To, what a, Sword Art Online is the anime. Sure, that's... And it's based... Uh, Sword Art Online is the fictional MMO. Um, but I'm, yeah, that I'm can be I'm in a black hole of IGN. I can't... <laughs> I don't know no what is Wi-Fi, happening right No now. Wi-Fi is reaching this My PlayStation. Wife. Anyway, the, the rest of the top-selling... All right, so My Vita, Vita top-selling games. Sword Art Online was number one. Number two is Minecraft. Number three, Killzone Mercenary. Number four, Dragon Ball Z Battle of oh Z. God. Number five, Final Fantasy X, Ten Two HD Remaster. Nice. Number six, Terraria. Number seven, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Number eight, The Walking Dead, The Complete First Season. Number nine, Injustice Gods Among Us. And number 10, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate. What a motley crew of games. Hey, man. They're doing what they can with these big games. And then quickly, PlayStation Classics. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was number one. Crash Bandicoot was number two. Crash Bandicoot 2 was number three. Crash Bandicoot 3 was number four. (laughs) Bully was number five. Spyro the Dragon was number six. Crash Team Racing, number seven. Legend of Dragoon, number eight. Final Fantasy VII, number nine. And Grand Theft Auto Vice City was number 10. I love that you have all the information there for the top Vita downloads, and it's this game, Sword Art Online, and I go to top downloads, and it's Kills and Mercenary, Walking Dead, Spelunky, T- Terraria. I'm like, where's the, the game you're talking about? I want to buy it. Well, it's overall, that might be right now. What's up? Do you, uh, did you play uh, Legend of Dragoon? Uh, yes. I uh, think, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, know, I, just, I think the, like, one of the great uh, American cons is us tricking ourselves into thinking that was a good game. Mm-hmm. I do not like that game at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember it well enough. I, I feel like it, that and Chrono Cross were games that I believe a buddy of mine was playing um, that I, like, played along with him and sat around with him, buddy of mine, that uh, we just kind of bonded with video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't remember vi- them either, like, either of them vividly other than that they were just late PS1 games. Yeah. Um, was very late. And that uh, specifically with Dragoon, the only thing I remember about it now, having not seen it or played it in 14 or 15 years, is yeah. uh, that uh, Shu worked on it. That's right. I think he was the producer. Long load times. 
I mean, there's all these games I'd love to go back and play and experience again and yeah, see all the way through that were like these touchstone kind of games, yeah. but I just don't have any time. I was all down to buy this. Now it's 40 bucks. Oh, yeah, it's a huge <sighs> game. I'm sure we can, uh, sword you can borrow mine or whatever. All right. Borrow his sword art. Let's move on. You have a new message. Wait, is this now number two? This is, I don't know what this is because I, I haven't written any of this down. I'm just okay, reading the stories. Uh, this next story written by Brian Albert, our friend Brian Albert says, Strong Uncharted, Brian. Uncharted like 4 guy. won't be 60 frames per second if it harms the quote-unquote player experience. His story reads as such, Uncharted 4's game director Bruce Straley says the game won't run at 60 frames per second if it harms the player's experience. In the latest issue of Edge, Straley said the Uncharted 4 demo we saw last year was running at 30 frames per second, though the game is achieving a higher overall uh, number overall. Quote, we're actually going above 30, but we locked it for the demo. We're going to do whatever it takes to make the game we really want we want to make. If it means we could go for 60 but lose something that would really impact the player's experience, then it's our choice as developers to say, well, we're going to we're going to the experience over 60 frames. Um, for context, uh, every PS3 Uncharted game ran at 30 frames. The re-release of Last of Us ran at 60 frames if you wanted it to. Uh, so that's weird, basically though. it. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. Just maybe because we're not used to it, but sure. we knew it as something. Now, this is a great argument that people have, which is that frame rate affects gameplay. And I, I, I agree, but I don't really agree. I think that in Twitch shooters and stuff like that, high frame rates obviously matter a great mm-hmm. deal. I actually don't really think or care about frame rate ever. So like yeah, no, no, like no. I and like I really just see frame rates as, and I think I really do think most people see them this way. Because um, I don't, I can't, I can't look at something and be like, "That's 25 frames a second. That's 38 frames." I just can't right, see it. Right, I don't right. see it. Yeah. What I can tell you is that when someone, I'm like, the frame rate's bad. The frame rate's decent. The frame rate's good. The frame rate's uh, you can kind of tell when something runs like really high frame rate. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Yeah. And when I and, and as long as the frame rate isn't sluggish, I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't. It doesn't matter. Uncharted is a, is a fantastic series running at 30 frames a second. The shooting's fine. Yeah. Um, so, but to each zone, I know some people are very passionate about that issue. Weirdos. Colin. Passionate. Yes. There's a lot of passion about this Uncharted 4 business. Like the passion from DWS, the destroyer. I thought you were going to say, like, the passion of the Christ. <laughs> DWS to me means Debbie Washerman Schultz, who's the Democratic uh, chairman for the, Dem- or the, pu- the party chairman. You're such for the- a nerd. God, you're a nerd. Because all the blocks. <laughs> Shut call- up, Because all the, blo- all the politics blocks call her DWS. That's cool, I guess. Nerd. Uh, he writes into beyond.igm.com just like you can. It says, Dear Mr. Miller, Dr. Moriarty, and the never-rotating third chair, Marty Sleever. Ah! I can't be the only person who is very skeptical about Uncharted 4's apparent 2015 release date. It makes sense that Naughty Dog and Sony would announce and push for a 2015 release as... The prospect of a new Uncharted will sell systems. But if the rumors are to to be believed, the early build of Uncharted 4 was mostly scrapped and started from scratch late last year due to some internal issues at Naughty Dog. Also, the recent gameplay revealed, which looked fantastic, by the way, did look distinctly like an extremely well-polished pre-alpha build, the kind they'd use to test stuff like foliage and AI. All that compiled with the fact that several high-profile PS4 games have already been suffering delays and Naughty Dog titles always have impeccable high standards leads me to think that we won't see Uncharted 4 until sometime in 2016. Are these concerns warranted, and do you think a 2015 release date is realistic? Sincerely, Debbie Washington Schultz, The Destroyer. That was her name? Debbie Wasserman Schultz. The Destroyer. I was close, though, huh? We talked about this last week. Uh, the fact that I had the belief that Uncharted 4 will not come out in 2015. That is my, one of my predictions. I also don't think Zelda will come out this year. Oh, yeah, no way. Zelda, yeah. okay. <laughs> have they even said 2015 for that? They have. They did, yeah. Should I double or nothing my Jose Secotero belt? Two- Be- belt. You have a Secotero belt? <laughs> 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 Anyways, let's get off that one. Uh, no, yeah, I don't, think it, I don't think it will make it this year. Uh, Uncharted? Yeah. Neither do I. Um, which is fine. I mean, I my whole thing now is you know I'm fine. Just delay the game. It's fine. Right. It's just make it a good game. I'm. I'm there's I, more than enough to play. I do not. I think that unlike, we always talk about the Arkham Knight delay being like okay, you guys knew you were not hitting that. Sure. I think Naughty Dog is one thousand percent pushing for 2015. Uh, probably already crunching, working insane hours, doing all these amazing things. But I think they're going to get to that point somewhere in the summer, maybe somewhere in like September. Yeah. And just be like, this, this, we can't. This, we need more time. Yeah. We don't want to put out a product that isn't what we sure. want. Just like they did with Last of Us, where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. it sucks to do this, but blah, blah 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 blah. We're pushing it. Yeah, and I mean, it's, being a part of you know having Sony at your back, uh, that's you can get a lot of external development. You know, you can you can offload a lot of uh, certain key parts of development to other studios to right. You know, outside sources. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, we saw it running the game, you know, look great at PSX, obviously, yeah. but it also that, seemed uh, like a very vertical slice, right? Yeah, like, exactly. here's what we want to show you right now, exactly. and there's so many other things to do there. I think yeah. that, yeah, I think that I I'll go back to all the time with like 
Neil and Bruce are amazing game creators, yeah. amazing game developers, yeah. and I think it would be foolhardy to say that, all right, Amy's leaving the project, you guys are now in charge of the project, and them to come in and be like, all right, well, we aren't going to make any changes, and this is the game, and we're going to go through it. Like, they come in, and they need to be creative. They need to change things. They yeah, need to, yeah. It's like with you and Beyond, and when we're gone, right? Sure. You're going to yeah. come in with a new team and need to make it your own. You can't mm-hmm. just be like, well, we'll keep running with the yeah, 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 with yeah. everything that's worked. We're going to work on my Greg Miller impression. Exactly. You know? No, no, no. you got to come in and do your own thing, mm-hmm. and I think that losing all those people basically a year ago, or starting to lose people, yeah. mainly Amy last, this time last year, is like where it all starts, where it's like, I think they redid a lot of that game, and I have yeah. no proof. I have, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, scuttlebutt one day, I'm sure, will come uh, surface on everything that happened sure. internally. But for right now, yeah, I, I, I think that game went through a major overhaul, mm-hmm. and I think that that's going to lead to it needing to be pushed. Then Colin. what do you think the. Oh, no, I, I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm sure that they intend to do it. I don't yeah. think it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, that studio is known for crunching. So, so if it slips, what's the uh, tentpole PS4 game this fall? Something we don't announced? something we don't know yet. Probably yeah. they better hope. They I mean, have it something. has to be something we don't know yet because yeah, yeah. everything be we question, know is coming would... out the first half of the year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What would you have in your chamber? Yeah. Hopefully, you think that like we're we've talked about before, and this sucks because it's not really a thing, but like an Uncharted collection. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't get everybody excited, but it gets some but people it's sort excited. Of like, yeah, like and the it does, collection. It does get yeah. you ready for it. But yeah, that, you know what I mean. That wasn't. It's not the exact same thing because like Master Chief was so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. over so many generations. Yeah. Whereas this one's just like, oh okay. Yeah, remember those Ape Escapes. Oh my god! I don't know the There was a boy. Could, there was an there was a new Ape Escape game like twenty ten or twenty eleven. That's three. Yep. Oh wow! That's what they were teasing with uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Yep. That was the chance for everybody to get their own game again. Medieval, the Ape Escapes didn't work. I'm surprised yeah, they actually yeah. haven't gone back to something like Medieval yet, and and uh, and really tried to do something like you can do something with that. Oh yeah, franchise. absolutely. You can do something with Ape Escape too. You can uh, do a lot of things with a lot of things. That's quick, what I'm saying. quick news: Resident Evil Revelations uh, Two, which is episodic, um, will be pushed back a week. Uh, it's first episode, so it will therefore pushing back every other episode uh, a week. So uh, domino effect. They the call story it. Uh, by Jenna Pitcher on IGN says Capcom is delaying its upcoming episodic horror adventure uh, by one week for quote polishing work and gameplay optimization end quote. And optimization is spelled with an S, which really frustrates the shit out of me. That's because she's Australian. <laughs> uh, originally <laughs> scheduled for a February 17 release, the first episode is now scheduled to launch on February 25th worldwide. That's February 24th for North America. Uh, and will be on PS3, PS4, as well as Xbox One, Xbox 360, and Steam. And she has forgotten to say that it's also going to be on Vita. Uh, Capcom or for- did she? Dun, dun, dun. Jenna, the Xbox. I think it's day- <laughs> trying I- to ruin this system. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's day and date with Vita. They s- they announced it at PSX. I don't, you know. That's how Telltale that. usually talks to. And then we never see their games come to Vita. We'll until see. Six so later. just in case you're looking forward to that game, just to you know, temper your expectations in terms of timing. Uh, other quick news is uh, the new Tukaiden game, Kiwami, was announced for PS4 and Vita. comes out this March. That's uh, the best-selling Vita game um, of all time, I believe, um, for Japan. Um, and uh, did pretty well here, too. It's a monster hunting game. Uh, it will be on PS4 and PS Vita. Same uh, game? Uh, like cross cross save it, and shit. It's it looks it says it's called here the expanded version. <laughs> um, it will be available March twenty seventh, two thousand fifteen in Europe, March thirty first, two thousand fifteen in North America. Um, so yeah, it just seems like expanded version and showcase some. Includes the original Age of Demons, which is the original game, and a brand new story, new weapons, new Oni, new Matama, of which there are now over 100, along with new Slayers, more moves, and twice as many stages. Ooh, I want I want a new Oni, so that's good. Yeah, it's about time we got a new Oni. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The next story is from Jimmy Champagne. It's about Jimmy Yacht, Champagne. About Yacht Club Games. Yeah, Mr. Champagne, a podcast beyond vet. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Yacht Club Games, specifically about Shovel Knight, which was uh, 2014's game of the year. Uh, developer Yacht Club Games has revealed that the first DLC for Shovel Knight will be a new campaign featuring the Plague Knight boss as a playable character, which is pretty cool. Uh, the pedal, uh, quote, the pedal is on the proverbial metal for on Plague Knight. We are working full time on update content, Plague Knight body swap mode and battle mode, and it's shaping up to be battle amazing. Mode. The Plague body Knight swap. campaign will be the first content release, and it's feeling like a whole new adventure already. A new relic system, new characters and bosses, remix content. Uh, it said Yacht Club in a Kickstarter update. Uh, as you guys know out there already, probably if you are watching PSX or listening to Podcast Beyond, uh, Shovel Knight will come early this year, maybe within the next month or two, mm-hmm. uh, to PS4, PS3, and Vita. It has that Kratos. Yep, Kratos is in it. Yeah. Kratos from God of War. <laughs> uh, weird tangent. I played uh, Severed for the first time at CES. Oh, no, that's, that's, a, a, that's, that's a video game. You, you like it? Yeah, I love okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I'm a big right, fan. All right. Yeah, super excited for that. Yeah, I'm very excited about that one as well. Yeah. Good taste. That drink box. Uh, they're so good. They're so good. So they're really good. good. They're really good. Yeah. I saw this, which was weird. I, I didn't, uh, I actually hadn't heard of this until I just was reading the news this morning. Uh, this one is by David Whitmer. Uh, 
he wrote the story for IGN. It says, Developer Starbreeze AB announced today that they have sold their adventure game Brothers A Tale of Two Sons to 505 Games. The game, which reportedly had, has sold roughly 800,000 units since its release in 2013, went for $500,000. The sale includes ownership of all trademarks and domain names associated with the title. The independent Swedish company wrote that they feel the game, quote, can be best nurtured under a new owner, end quote, and that they will continue developing games along more expansive lines. Okay. 505 Games, a worldwide publisher responsible for titles like Terraria, Sniper Elite, 2, uh, Sniper Elite 3, Payday 2, and Naughty Bear, so that the acquisition follows their stated goal of owning and controlling their own IP. The team from Starbreeze AB, responsible for the adventure game, recently announced that they're founding of Hazelight Studios and that they were working on a new unspecified game in partnership with EA. The new studio's stated goals are to create original, mature, story-driven content. So they probably just don't need it anymore. Yeah. It sold 800,000 copies, so just getting rid of the It's idea. just a weird... Th- you don't hear that many stories like that these yeah. days, that this is what's happening. Yeah. You're, getting out, you're t- selling off your IP that was successful and won all these Game of, game of the you know, Awards or whatever. I can't imagine a sequel, like, right? No. Sisters. A Tale of Two Sisters. A Tale of Two Sisters. Uh, I could see that coming to new gen or current gen or whatever the hell we're calling it now. I could see them doing like a PS4 and an Xbox One version of uh, Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, also we saw that, what was it, Haze Light? We saw that at the VGAs or the GAs, right? Haze Light was, like was a, that? That's there was the, a super short TV. The other first person game where you're running around doing stuff? No, that was Tacoma, the Steve game. No, I know that one. Then there was another one that, um, which one was Haze Light? We didn't. We don't know what it was. It was just uh, the, the 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 brothers guy, Jonathan Frayers. Oh, yeah. Frayers. Fur fritters. fritters. Corn fritters. <laughs> corn fritters. Colin, you can continue. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I love talking about corn fritters. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, 10:30 in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next story is Watch Dogs Dev admits game is flawed. Sequel to take risks. Subhead: There's a lot of room for improvement. In quotes. A uh, story from Luke Carmale reads, Watch Dogs creative director has admitted the action-adventure game was not perfect, quote, in any way, end quote, promising a sequel would take more risks. Speaking to Games TM, Jonathan Morin admits that there's certain there's certainly problems with the original title before saying the developer won't rest on its laurels when it comes to making a sequel. Quote, I don't think Watch Dogs is perfect in any way, and there's a lot of room for improvement, but you don't always see this when, a, when you ship a game. We deliver what we believe the brand should be at the time. But afterward, when you, look, when you cool down after five and a half years of, de- of development... Five and a half years? Which is unbelievable. It took them that long to make that game. And yeah. take your vacations and pay pe- and people play the game. Certain elements become clear. They let you continue to bring what you envisioned to the next level with the fans, included this time, which is re- where I think it really gets interesting. When you start a new project and new IP, it's a blank page, and everything you do is what you do- want to do with it. With a sequel, there is more pressure to push a brand forward, and we now have to appeal to fans in a new way. We have to give the development team something hard to do. If we don't, they could fade out which means you don't benefit from their knowledge or they will leave. Our team is really assimilated with the, with the challenge we have, and who knows where it will lead us next, end quote. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 hasn't been officially announced, uh, but clearly they're working on it. So, Which yeah. is exciting. For me, this is a very much Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2 thing. Where I yeah. played a little bit of Assassin's Creed, I was like, eh, I see where you're going, not my thing. Same thing happened with Watch Dogs. Yeah. And then I loved Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. sat there platinum and had a great time. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward Proof to that. Perfect concept. Uh, yeah, I have I've no... I mean, obviously, Watch Dogs 2 is being... Developed currently, of course, and I have yeah. no idea, or I have no doubt when it comes out that it's going to be, uh, it's going to take what worked in the original Watch Dogs and push it a lot further. And it's, sure, it's, sure, it's sure, sure. Give you a little more freedom, let you yeah. get a, use the powers a little differently. Yeah, that was sort of the, uh, I don't know, in my opinion, that was well, last gen. So many series, like I think in, uh, Infamous Two did exactly that. Uh, Uncharted oh, Two yeah, did yeah. exactly that. Uh, I mean, Mass Effect Two is a little bit different just because it sort of changed the genre up a little bit. It made it better. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but no, you're right. I mean, it's, you can you can play test as much as you want, mm-hmm. and that's great. But actually, getting into the hands of the consumers and getting feedback from thousands of people, you know, what I mean, that's that really can yeah. change everything, make it what you want it to be. Two more stories. One is from uh, Turtle Rock. Turtle Rock. So this Turtle Rock addresses community concern about evolved DLC model. Turtle Rock's number one rule for DLC is never split the community. Jenna Pitcher wrote, Turtle Rock Studios has taken to its community forums to explain the content and pricing models of Evolve's downloadable content following fans' vocal criticisms online. Publisher 2K recently, re- recently revealed Evolve's various pre-order editions, its post-launch content, and hunting season pass. The pre-purchase packs and DLC options feature post-launch content of two extra monsters, monster skins, and several new playable hunters. Some members of the community suggested that the developer was splitting the completed game apart and spinning it off as payable DLC. DLC. Turtle, Rock co- Turtle Rock co-founder Phil Robb took to its community forums to explain that this is incorrect. None of the planned DLC hunters or monsters will be done, including the behemoth, when Evolve launches next month. The developer had decided to make a budget to make a budget to developer the this is the developer had decided to make a budget to developer. The developer had decided to make a budget to develop the leftover monster and hunters designs as DLC towards the, the end of the game's the development. <laughs> uh 
quote from Rob. A lot of folks seem to be under the impression that we've all... I can't read today. Why can't I read today? You're fine. You, you've, your brain's it's really languishing. Been a, it's really been a busy couple of weeks, I guess. Quote, <laughs> a lot of folks seem to be under the impression that we've got all of this content done and we shave off a hunk to sell separately. The only exception to this might be some skins that we're working on now while we wait for all the final stages of packaging, manufacturing, etc. to finish. If we thought we could have finished all these monsters and hunters for ship, we would have put them in the box. Keep in mind, we pretty much have to have the game done about two to three months before it's available to you guys. We can keep fixing bugs and such, but content is locked. The bundles that include fourth and fifth monsters, hunters, etc. just means that when they are done, and we put them out you get them so if you're concerned about that there's an he talks about it extensively you can read the story on IGN Jenna Pitcher wrote it uh, it's called Turtle Rock Addresses Community Concern about Evolved DLC Model you can find it on IGN.com how do you feel about this Colin? uh I don't know. I have no problem I mean I, I, have, I really have no personal problem with developers saying like we're making the game and we're making DLC even at the same time like yeah. that's their prerogative I really don't, I really I understand why people think that like they're not getting their money's worth when there's DLC but that's not necessarily true Mm-hmm. It's all. It's a game by game basis. Yeah. You know, like uh, there's nothing wrong with DLC, and clearly a lot of people hate DLC, and that's fine. I don't often, ever, really, almost ever buy DLC. I the buy ex- story DLC all the time. I love yeah, story, story DLC. Yeah, story DLC is fine, like Fallout or Skyrim or whatever. Batman. But, um, but generally, I don't buy it. But clearly, people are buying it, so um, they're doing what makes sense. Yeah, there's a financial reality to making games. People have to yep. kind of wrap their heads around that, and especially when you try to trade them in. The promise yeah, exactly. of yeah. DLC keeps you from trading your game in and lets people buy new copies, which benefits the developers. Absolutely. Uh, and finally, a uh, story from Vicky Blake on IGN reads, UK, UK man arrested in relation to PSN and Xbox Live DDoS attacks. UK and US cyber crime teams unite to arrest suspect. An 18-year-old British man has been arrested in relation to the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live DDoS attacks at Christmas. The man is accused of unauthorized, and unauthorized is spelled with an S. Spelled with a Z. All right, they don't have Z's in other countries. Access to computer material following the attacks that disrupted Microsoft's and Sony's online services over the holiday period. He is also accused of knowingly providing false information to law enforcement agencies in the U.S. The arrest came as part of a joint operation between the Southeast Regional Organized Crime Unit, the Northwest Regional Crime Unit, the National Cyber Crime Unit, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. That's like the Justice League teaming up with the Avengers, teaming up with the Justice other Justice League Avengers. Task Force, <laughs> X-Force. Uh... <laughs> And that's it for the news. Now, before you even ask me what's coming out this week, I can't tell you because it's Saturday and we have no idea what's coming out. Sorry. Is there the, drop, the drop comes on Sundays. Dying Light's next week, right? Dying, Dying Light, yeah, the 27th. Yeah. Um, Ironclad Tactics comes to PS4 for sure on uh, Tuesday. I don't know what that means. That's a Civil War, <laughs> Civil War strategy game. Actually, it looks really cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me look. Let me look. Yeah, Ironclad Tactics is out. Saints Row, Get Out of Hell. Mm-hmm. Comes out. You guys put that. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. No. It's more Saints Row. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's an expansion, standalone expansion, which yeah. is nice. So it's just like you know, uh, what do you call that? Standalone expansion, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We go to hell, do it's stuff. You get yeah. the superpowers. It's funny. It's got a whole bunch of different people in there. You got William Shakespeare's in hell. Oh, I wouldn't oh, know. I want to know more about that. that. Oh, you'll find out. Oh, oh, Science Puzzler Splice coming to PS4, PS3 on January 20th, according the to the longest way to Science Puzzler Splice. Grim Fandango's in two weeks. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. That's that's basically it. Ooh, ah, banana, banana. Do, 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 do. I'm so excited for oh, defending. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. You gonna, play, a, you gonna platinum it? I'm gonna yeah, probably. I mean I can't imagine I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm good at that game. I do. I do the puzzles, and I uh, I talk to people, and I laugh. I'm looking for. I never played Grim Fandango, so I'm looking forward to playing Grim Fandango. But I have a feeling it's gonna be one of those adventure games that probably pushed me away from adventure games, where it's like, sure. how do I make this yeah. knob interact with that light switch? And yeah, I'm like yeah. just clicking everything in the room with it. Like I yeah. don't know what to it's do. It's definitely uh, like uh, over the past whatever 15 years since it came out. Uh, Adventure games have definitely become uh, more intuitive. Sure. Stuff like what what uh, Telltale does, and even like Broken Age. Uh, whereas uh, Grim Fandango was right on the edge of that. You know, it, it's sort of I'm mean, Grim Fandango. You know, for lack of a better term, was sort of the end of that original. Uh, yeah, you saw that. Yeah. Uh, lots of lots of air quotes the, going on there. Yeah, uh, end of the uh, sort of that original era of adventure games, or at least the '90s era of adventure games, and it still had a lot of those old tenets of uh, having to combine X, Y, and Z. Yeah, to yeah. Make to make whatever's after Z. Yeah. Alpha. A hashtag. Hashtag. Make the hashtag work. Uh, Colin, what are you doing over there? You're looking at trophies. Yeah, just seeing what's... Uh, I was just thinking about uh, games that are coming up. Basically, a lot of games' release dates are imminent when they their trophies are uploaded. Sure, so I was just sure. seeing if there's anything here that we were missing. But gotcha, 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 really. gotcha. Okay, good. Uh, let's go to the readers then. Eric writes in to beyond at IGN.com just like you can. It says, Dear Greg, Colin, and Marty. Hi, Eric. 
Now that the Xbox One has officially lowered its price to $350, what is your prediction for when the PS4 drops its price? I imagine it must happen in 2015, even though the PS4 is still in the lead. So when do you think Sony will make its move? I think it'll be announced at E3. After all, there's no rush for them, but then again, they won't want Xbox One to catch up much in sales. Colin, when are they getting a price drop? Uh, I don't. I still don't see there's any reason to drop the price of PS4. You, like, do you I, think they'll wait until Xbox One has surpassed them? No, I just I don't. The con- like everything's relative, right? Like Xbox yeah. One is sold better than PS4, which is another thing we forgot to bring up actually during the news is that Xbox One outsold PS4 in December. Mm-hmm. So November and December it outsold it, which are very pivotal time. Xbox One has dropped its prices drastically, though. Like 150 bucks. Yeah, that's 30. percent Yeah. Uh, year, like over a year, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're probably eating it now on every console they sell. Yeah. So. Um, Sony's making a profit. PS4 uh, was originally assumed to have been profitable later, but but they confirmed more recently that it is profitable now. Um, so even if Xbox One is selling, say, 300,000 units a, a month and they're selling 250,000 units a month, they probably don't care. You know, like they're they're st- like it's all optics. Like only only hardcore gamers like us, like that, really are engaged, even pay attention to the sales charts. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter to most people. Who cares? Uh, you but know, the price tag matters to people, right? The price tag does matter, but at the same time, if they're selling, the, the point is that they're selling 250,000 units just as an argument's sake a month, yeah. which is only 50,000 lower just for argument's sake than Xbox One, then they're probably like, well, whatever. Whatever. Like, yeah. what? like who cares? Like, we have no, like, the, the extraordinary thing about PS4 sales specifically is that they've done it with no games. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I know, like, I, know. Like, I, love, I love the lineup of PS4 games, but mostly the indie and the downloadable stuff is really great. Uh, but they have. There's nothing in the, in the retail space that is exclusive to the system that is a really a must-play game. Nothing. So, um, Uncharted, Bloodborne, and The Order will be those three games for them this year. Maybe, especially I think Bloodborne and later Uncharted. I think will really move units. So they're probably looking at their 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 marketing for this year. They're looking at all the statistics they have, being like, well, we haven't even released anything yet. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like we yeah. can if we can sell these consoles at four hundred dollars with no games. Then imagine what we can do when our first parties start actually releasing things. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, like I would not expect a price drop at all. I think it would be foolish for them to drop the price on a, on a financial level. But if they want to saturate the market quicker, um, then that makes sense. They've sold at this point at, by the end of the year, or even before the end of the year, by Christmas, they had sold 18.5 million to consumers yeah. PS4s, which is an extraordinary number. It's probably closer to 19 million, maybe a little bit north of that. Now they're fine, you know, like yeah. they're totally fine. So is Microsoft. Yeah, I definitely don't imagine a price drop by E3, um, even by the end of the year. Yeah, personally, it seems uh, like the next E3, like a yeah, 2016 yeah. E3, would make definitely. sense. Definitely, or maybe like a that's a PSX announcement. What happens again? Sure, right at the end of the year. But I don't. know, You want to do that right before Christmas? You want mainstream press covering that? You want USA yeah, Today to talk absolutely. about? Absolutely. Uh, I could see a bundle, like you know, it's still four hundred bucks, but you get. I mean, did that Drive Club free version? Well, now that, that's the new bundle, right? With Last. Yeah, of the Us. Last of Us is their new value added bundle, where like all PS4s come with the Last of Us now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's oh. what I mean. That's what they're yeah. So I mean, it's like yeah, added I think value. I think the adding value to the console and not dropping the price makes sense because with a, with a first party game like The Last of Us, they don't have to pay anyone. They own that studio sure. and they own that game, so it's not like they own any they owe any money. It's like when they bundled Grand Theft Auto or Destiny, there certainly were deals there. Yeah. With this, that's just like well, we own this game. We've Suck already sold ten no plus Ferrari for you. Aww. So yeah, I don't know. I, I understand why people you know you want you want value bang for your buck, and I get it, but. Financially, there's just no reason for them to do it. Yeah. yeah, they need like Sony more desperately than Nintendo or Microsoft really needs the money. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah. The next question is what I like to call the combo pack. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. It's two Vita questions that kind of piggyback off each other. So I'm going to read them both, and we'll unpack them together. I like a good combo pack. First like part of things. the first pack of the combo comes from Simon Tucker. He says, Dear Colin, Greg, in Marty's vertigo-inducing, ever-non-rotating third chair. Whoa. I have some sad news. My day one PlayStation Vita recently took a tumble and its screen was destroyed. I was crushed. After almost three years of serving me mostly excellent indie games and the occasional first-party title, my baby died. My question for the crew is this. Do you think it is worth... do you think it is worth it to purchase a new Vita, or should I hold off and wait for the next PlayStation portable device? I didn't play my Vita all that often, except for the occasional Minecraft or Spelunky session, and to some and sometimes remote play with some Black Flag. So holding off wouldn't hurt much. But do you think Sony has any big announcements up its sleeve for 2015 that would justify picking up a Vita yet again? As usual, beyond. Now hold on. Before we do that, here we're going to toss in Jay Reed's part of the combo pack. This was the combo pack. Jay Reed says, Hey Greg, Colin, and Marty. I want a handheld console. With the recent announcement of the new 3DS and the Vita seemingly near the end of its life cycle, is it worth holding out for a Vita 2 this year, or should I go with Nintendo? Thanks, 
Best of luck on your new ventures beyond Jade Reed. All right, so we're going to put it all together. Start unpacking it. Sure. Is there we a new... We've done a lot of unpacking. That's what we do now. That's that's our thing. Yeah. We're, we're, you know how there's some movies. Podcasts mover- unpacked. There you- <laughs> <laughs> Marty. Yeah. Is there going to be a Vita announcement this year that makes Vita 2 a reality? Absolutely not. Okay. Will there ever be a Vita 2? I don't... Th- God. I mean, y- there will be something. Yeah. But I can't... I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, um, like, I can't imagine Sony going all in again for a more powerful, even more expensive piece of portable hardware, especially when you look at Japan and, God, I mean, riding the subway in Tokyo, everyone's on their phone. Right. Everyone's playing games on their phone. Um, yeah, it just seems foolish. It's still, it's even weird to me, like, Nintendo still does, you know, great with the 3DS. Not yeah. As, not as well as they did with the, the original DS, but... Uh, it still even seems weird to me that we're getting this new 3ds. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like the mobile market is, you know, the the phones have so monopolized your time. You know, when yeah. you, when you're on a commute, um, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. Definitely not this year. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, Colin. I said it before that Sony's crazy enough to do another Vita or another portable. Like I, I think that I like I think that of all the you know you, a company would usually look at something like Vita and be like, all right, well we we it's fine like. It, we like it, we believe in it, but it's just not doing well, and we have to move on. I think Sony's cra- like actually crazy enough that yeah. they're going to do another like another handheld. And um, whether it's a Vita or something new, I think it'll be a new Vita. Like what my 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 theory about it is that they'll do a Vita that's like maybe got some more accoutrements on or something or like something that's like maybe remove some things that you don't need like the back touchpad or whatever yeah. make it yeah. cheaper or like some something that makes it move I can definitely in- see another redesign that yeah, brings it down. I would love down. a lot of internal memory or internal storage space. Sure. Like not have to worry about uh, your memory uh, cards. cards anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I think the slim model which people are really enjoying I don't think that's the last of the Vita you've seen. Um, sure, I agree with that I, too. I, I, to me like I think Sony realizes that Vita is just kind of trucking along and that it's doing fine uh, in terms it's of fine. For something that doesn't get any marketing and no push from anyone but people that play it, it's actually a pretty extraordinary device. And I think uh, it has this ardent, hardcore following, I think, that would buy games for it forever. Just like PSP, they're still releasing PSP games. They released a PSP game last week in, in North America. People were buying it. you know. So it's like the Dark Revenant or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. You can play it on Vita. But, um, so I think that like Vita's always going to have this audience that exists, and they're always going to want games. Yeah. And I, I don't think Vita's ecosystem will die for five-plus years. Like I really believe that. Yeah. So like, Yeah, that's the thing. is like We're nowhere close, I think, to a Vita 2 announcement. Another redesign of a Vita? Sure, that always is, I yeah. think, a possibility. Again, like you're saying, I could totally see them stripping more stuff out of it to bring it down. Like, all right, now it's $100. You know what I mean? Now it is now it is bundled with the PlayStation 4 and Last of Us, and it's only going to cost you 50 bucks more or something mm-hmm. weird like that, right? But a Vita 2, I don't think you're going to see anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, going back to the first question, though, like if you have barely been playing it, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't replace it. Yeah, Minecraft and Spelunky occasionally, and then sometimes Black Flag, like remote play. I would say you can hold off for sure. Yeah, I definitely don't. Personally, remote play is not a reason for me to buy Vita. It's um, super rare when I use my remote play. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot, I mean, most of the times, if I'm playing, you know, a AAA PS4 game, I want to play it and. You know, yeah, on your game. giant TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and if the the indie lineup that is there isn't really hooking you in now, it's probably not going to hook you in next year because, I mean, the lineup there is incredible for Vita. So if if you're only uh, dabbling in, you know, Minecraft Spelunky, then I would say hold off. I was looking at, uh, I've, I've said this before, but NeoGAF has a really great um, thread that a, a, a guy over there put together all the upcoming Vita games. He did it last year and he oh, did nice. it again this year. The whole kind of game is extraordinary. Like, I, I was, like, looking at it, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. I, like, I love this thing. If, like, honest to God, if there was, like, if they were, like, you can only play one you know, current piece of hardware, what would it be? I'd be like, I'd play Vita. Yeah. Like, 10 out of 10 times I'd make that choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's like, there's just so many great games coming up, you know, or games that look like they're, well, there's already a lot of great games on it and games that look like they will be great mm-hmm. coming to it this year. And I think, um, I think for Japan and maybe even worldwide, maybe with the exclusion of PC, there are more announced Vita games coming than any other platform. So, um, it's a pretty exciting time to own a Vita if you do. Yeah. But so it's not for everyone. For Jay Reed, he's talking about, should he hold out for a Vita 2? Or go with Nintendo this year. I'd say go with Nintendo this year. If you're if you if you want to pull a handheld, you I mean you want to pull you know the trigger on something. You want to actually have something out there. Mm-hmm. The new 3DS is a bunch of good stuff. You probably missed a whole bunch of stuff on 3DS yeah. and I mean, DS that was Nintendo great. just had a strong direct with you know Majora's mm-hmm. Mask, right. Xenoblade, and new Fire Emblem. Yeah, and the virtual console you know selection on there is pretty yeah. good too. I just downloaded Metroid, the original Metroid, yesterday to play through it again. I think it turns out at the end she's a girl. Yeah, I, <gasps> I heard that. Uh, 
so yeah, it's 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 funny. Like we were talking about with the Nintendo consoles. I'm kind of like thinking about buying a Wii U. And uh, but it's like it's the same thing with the 3ds. It's like I just want it for the virtual console. I don't even yeah. care about any of these games, with the exception of Zelda. Like I don't care about anything coming out for including Star Fox for for uh, for Wii U. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. You have to buy these things for your own reasons, and your right. reasons aren't necessarily have to be justified by other people. Yeah, you have to justify them yourself. It's like I was talking about my Wii U. Like mm-hmm. I own a Wii U, and I bought it just to play Smash and Kart, and I knew that going in. And like, yeah. so now that I'm playing Super Metro, right now, it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, a bonus. It's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been yeah, we've been playing a lot of you know virtual console games. Yeah, too, which yeah, is yeah. You're not excited for that Yoshi Woolly World? I might be. I'm I, very I, for I liked Kirby. What was the Kirby one? Kirby's Epic, Epic Yarn. Yarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Ryan D writes in and says March 24. 2015 will be the 10th anniversary of the PlayStation Portable in North America. Wow. It's really quite exciting. Yeah. Wow. Right? I graduated in 05. Yeah, no, I mean, that's right. I, I that's right. Just, yeah, it is right. I remember I was one of the first people to pre-order at the local GameStop, and my first games were Metal Gear Acid and Need for Speed Underground Rivals. I still have my PSP, and it runs perfectly, except for the charging port. You have to plug it in right, or it won't charge at all. I went I went on to play a couple of Madden games and one or two MLB show show the games, whatever. I, of course, got Metal Gear Solid Acid 2 in both Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories, the latter of which I recently repurchased on PSN. What are some of your favorite PSP launch titles in what games over the last 10 years have I missed out on? Thanks for the great podcast. You guys are the awesomest. I mean, my I remember when I bought mine. I waited till I graduated college, mm-hmm. and then that was like my thing. Like what I did, like the the Friday before I started my job at the Tribune, I like I went out and I'm like I'm gonna buy a, a PSP and yeah. some stuff. And I bought the PSP. I bought Ghostbusters on UMD, just the movie, just to have the movie, so I could watch it wherever I was. Uh, Luminous and Hot Shots Golf. Nice. And Luminous and Hot Shots Golf were superb. Yeah. So effing yeah. good. They Those were games were amazing. Above par. Oh. Wait, there it is. Above. Par. above uh, I mean, they were very good. Yeah. <laughs> Below you want to be below below. below. par, yeah, but it's above par. Sounds like you're doing better, yeah, yeah. Uh, Par for the course. The first PSP game, the first time I played PSP was 2006, and uh, because I was poor uh, in college, and uh, my first game was uh, Valkyrie Profile Lenneth. Nice. Mm. Um, And uh, but yeah, I went back and played obviously the GTA games and stuff like that. I think PSP's lineup's actually really great. Uh, It's 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 deep, and there's a lot of like really weird stuff on it. which is good, like like, and and a lot of like re-releases, or remakes. Like I really liked uh, what was it, Dracula X Chronicles, or whatever, because yeah. Symphony of the Night was like built into it and stuff like that. So, um, tactics, tactics, of course. Mega Man powered up. Mega Man X, the yeah. Maverick Hunters. Um, there's a lot, and then later on, I mean, t- I think t- for me the swan song for the system was Final Fantasy IV Complete mm-hmm. and uh, Tactics like, Ogre. Oh, Ooh, Tactics mm. cling to us. Yeah, let us cling together. Let us cling together. Cling let- to us. Cling to us. Like, I, I, I absolutely adored, uh, just adored that game. And the la- that was the last game I played on my PSP. And my PSP started to die. Oh. Um, there was, oh, little guy. there was on. like, it, it, it looked like burning, but it wasn't. It was it, like the picture would appear twice, like right next to each other. So it was like slightly shifted. Oh. And like you just had to deal with it. It was a like, glasses free 3D actually. Exactly. I love and my I, PSP. So yeah. I couldn't. Uh, that was the last time I played. And I, I remember. It was around GDC 2011, maybe, or 2012 when I last played my PSP. I don't even know where the hell it is, to be honest. I have my, my drawer in there. I, uh, PSP Go went with me, obviously. That's yeah. the one I still have at home. That's it couldn't have been mine. 2012 because I was like all on Vita then. So it must have been 2011. Yeah, I actually played my... I mean, all of those games, amazing. Peace yeah. Walker, all that. Yeah, uh, that game you've missed that you need to play is Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker is so good. Yeah, although not on... It's, there's better ways to play it now than on the PSP. I disagree. Really? I mean, yeah, you could play in HD or whatever, but then the world looks not great. You know what I mean? It looks so yeah. good on the thing, and the fact the portability was such a big part of it. And the fact of like I'm on the train and I would just ping random hotspots like on the train just yeah. to collect more people yeah. and put them into Mother Base. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can do it on Vita now, but the stick with me. Yeah, the Vita version is just the PSP version, so it doesn't have trophies. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, why would I play it there? And you can play for trophies online or on uh, PS4, but then it's like. It doesn't yeah. look as good. Or is it PS3? It's PS3. Sorry, yeah. my apologies. Yeah. We, we forgive you. Thank also, you. Also, last time I, I played my video, or my PSP, actually last year, uh, to play through Mother 3 in English. Nice. That was not a PSP game. Also, no. That was Emulated. Game. I'm pretty sure what I downloaded was illegal. But. Sure. A lot of people that a lot of people hacked that PSP right away. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the the, the, emula- the emulation on on PSP was the reason that like hardware sold so well, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, I don't think anyone doubts that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Mother Three was a game that people would gladly have purchased if they released it here. It's not Nintendo. Uh, another one to toss out: Valkyria Chronicles Two. I think uh, superior to Valkyria Chronicles One in terms Ooh, of a portable game that. and go. Yeah. So good. I mean, just pick up and play those battles. Like that was yeah. that's one of those games where I just want to you know be able to do it at my own speed yeah, and whatever. Play, and yeah, play a single battle. That's yeah. ten minutes. And away. then they did a great thing of doing DLC packs with more missions after mm-hmm. the fact and more people to collect. It was like, yes, yeah, do that again. Yeah, 
please bring the number three from Japan, Davida. Yeah. Wait, you have a you have a JPEG. On I this. do. Well, this is uh, of course, Colin. You know we have a segment here, mm. one of our favorites called the Worst PlayStation Network Name of the Week. A lot of people, what they do is they send in screenshots of the uh, name, so I know it's real. And this one, I just thought it would be easier to transfer over. Gotcha. This one comes from Rob Mather in St. Louis. Ran across this person a couple of months ago while playing Destiny. I'm a pretty laid-back guy, but this really offended me. Picture attached. Uh, first off, I want to I want to show you one. It's just he's using the little cow logo, the cute oh, little cow, cute. little cute, yeah. cute cow. Yeah. My kids love anal. Anal spelled A-N-U-L. <laughs> All one word. My kids love anal. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Shuhei, let them change their names. <laughs> Even though I doubt this man. Hashtag <laughs> let them change. Let them change. That's a good one. Ladies that's a terrible one, but that's a, a, a good sure. example yeah, of why good, you should. Good, yeah. bad PlayStation yeah. name. Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 378. Remember, this is IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Each and every Tuesday, we post it as an MP3 and video on IGN.com, YouTube.com, slash IGN, and of course, podcast services around the world. If you want to keep up with Colin and I, now that we don't work here, you follow us on Twitter. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. If you want to keep up with IGN, they're IGN. And of course, Marty is McBiggity. Two G's. Two T's. Yes, sir. Also, come to IGN, read the articles, watch the videos, subscribe to Prime, buy shirts on splitreason.com slash IGN, because all that keeps these mics on and keep you coming back. Ooh, I thought you saved, saved yourself. The wrong tense. I, I, I just run. It was an audible. I just run and run and run. Yeah, just zig and zag, do what I want out an there. An audible is one right before a play. You change the play. Kill. <laughs> kill, kill. Every episode of Podcast Beyond ends in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap Up, where we play a song submitted by you, the community. Today's song comes from. Alessandro? Am I saying that? Alejandro. Right? No, it's got two S's. So Alessandro. Alessandro. I said it right. Got Z's, it. But he's British. Alessandro. Alessandro. Godossi. Godossi. Guadiosi. Guadiosi. All right. Hey, he's getting his song played. Don't get in my face about it. <laughs> Alessandro Guadiosi. Hey, Greg, Colin, and Marty. Hey. I wanted to put forward a song of mine that I wrote as it was inspired by the game title of Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. It's a dark pop groove and would love the opportunity for it to get played on the podcast. See the attached MP3? I did. That's yeah. why it's getting played. You can see all my tracks at www.soundcloud.com slash A-L-E-S-S-A-N-D-R-O-D-I-O-S-I. It's his a, name, but I a, wanted to spell it out. That is a URL. What does URL get a stand for? Uh, Universal Rectify Link. Rectify Link. Redirect? Oh, that is a good one. Hope you guys enjoy it. All the best with your new venture. Well, thank you, Alessandro. It's a pleasure to hang out with you. Did I do that one right? Mm -hmm. Alessandro? Alessandro? I'm learning. Well, I know the song by Lady Gaga. That's easy. Alessandro. Yeah, I know. And that's why I'm trying not to do because there's S's in this one. Alessandro. Thank you, Alessandro. Thank you for listening and watching, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, beyond. Beyond.